Welcome back, hip-hop purists, to another 40 Years of Hip-Hop, where we review and dissect a thousand songs over the span of 40 years from 1979 to 2019. This is your host with the many aliases, the G-Man, aka the G-Money, also known as the Incredible G when he gets mad, and the Shinkuro Guy Gene. Be on the lookout for Forever Hip Hop, it's our Mixcloud channel. Over there, we'll be able to play the music that we listen and that we love, because a lot of fans have been requesting, what do you guys listen to? How come we cannot hear the songs that you review? So on our Mixcloud channel, you'll be able to listen to our mixes, our selections, and who is 40 years of hip hop, you will get to know us. Let's take a trip down memory lane before we start the review. The last verses on September 14, 2021 has brought me back, way back when I used to be all up in the club shorty hunting to the early 2000 hits by Ja Rule and Fat Joe. It was a very nice versus to many classic club bangers. Both artists have collaborated together many times in the past. We had special guests on Fat Joe's side like Nelly and Remy Ma and on Ja Rule's side we had Little Moore and Vida. And they both, Fadjo and Jarul, had a common guest, Ashanti, who came to perform a hit she had with both rappers. By the way, Ashanti is looking as fine as ever, man. Such a beautiful woman. Since we all know that Jarul is from Queens and Joe is from the Bronx, Joey Craig had to bring it with the BDP classics, The Bridge is Over, The Bridge is Over, blah, blah. That was a new moment. At the end, they both performed their massive collab, What's Love with Ashanti, and with the end of the night with a sweet collab on from Jarrell's song New York, and guess who dropped by for his verse? None other than the king of verses, battle, Mr. J the Kiss. That was a dope moment. Before we get to the review, be on the lookout for this week's next episode on Friday by my partner in crime, Mr. Ron. He will review I Don't Like, the remix by Kanye West featuring Chief Keith, Pusha T, Big Sheen, and Jada Kiss. That was on the compilation of good music. This one was a hot, a hell of a remix of a Young Guns hit song. I would have chosen this one too as a review. Looking forward to hearing Mr. Ron's review. Today we'll be reviewing on episode 83, the infamous Infrared by Mr. Pusha T. This the song Infrared came from the album Daytona that was released in 2018. Originality. What makes this song original? This was in response to a Drake record that came out a while ago called Two Birds, One Stone, where Drake questioned Pusha T's intensity to the streets. That was a big mistake because Push came back with this song with references about his ghost writing, that Drake doesn't write his rhymes. It also takes shots at Little Wayne too, a perfect diss song, short and sweet. Push it is like the villain that you can't help but love. Just like Venom, he's also the Thanos of rap. He literally destroys the competition lyrically. He can't wipe you out with just a bar. A classic end of album bloodletting track, a common trend in classic rap beefs. And for all these reasons, I give up with a 4 out of 5 for original. A fun fact bloodletting is an historical noun meaning the violent killing and wounding of people during a war or conflict. You know, Pusha T has a way with words, you know. 
courtesy of discounts at allmusic.com for information. Delivery lyrics to the floor. Pusher has kind and harsh words for some of his peers on this song. He opens the track by stating the hip-hop game has changed because the rappers nowadays just have banging beats with catchy hooks with no lyrical content. Something that I can definitely agree with him. And he names J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar as worthy equals. Yeah, nice. But his lines are sharpest when he's throwing deadly darts at his nemesis. Like comparing the legitimacy of Drake's reign to Donald Trump's. Then it's clear that Pusher still hasn't forgiven Lil Wayne for biting his style on the cover of Vibe magazine a decade ago. Thought there's also a hint of sympathy in his lines towards the Cash Money alumni. Some people may ask why Pusha T reignites some past old beefs. Well, it's cause to me, Pusha T never sounds better than when he's at his meanest. As a hip hop quotable, or, or verse one, I got the game's fucked up, niggas beat is banging, nigga your hooks did it. The lyric painting equal the Trump's winning. The bigger question is how the Russians did it. It was written like Nas, but it came from Quinton at the mercy of a game where the code is missing. When the CEO's blinded by the glow, it's different. Believing myself and the coals and credits. Let the sock puppets play in their roles and gimmick shit. Remember Will Smith won the first Grammy and then even recognized Hove until Annie? So I don't tap dance for the crackers and sing Mammy cause I'm supposed to juggle these flows and nose candy. Huh. Ferrari, my 40 blew the candles out. Tom Brady, you niggas, I had to scramble out. They be riding these waves, I pulled my sandals out. Jeff alighted my Grammy, I went the Spanish route. Oh, it's okay to kill baby? Niggas look at me crazy like I really killed a baby? Salute Ross cause the message was pure. He see what I see when you see Wayne on tour. Flash without a fire, another multi platinum rapper trap and can retire. Niggas get exposed, I see the cracks and I'm the liar. Shit, I've been exposed, I took the crack and built the wire. Now, who do you admire? Your rap song is all trying, my patience? Then prices and real without inflation. I'm, I done flew it, I done grew it, being a conduit. More night bags on my bitches, I done blew it. See through it, neck, I glue it. I blind spider, I I tooth eat it. Let Steven talk streaming in Shazam numbers. I'll ensure that you're getting every grin from us. Let's cram numbers easily. The only rapper sold more than me was Easy E. How could you ever write these wrongs when you don't even write your songs? But let us all play along. We all know what niggas for real been waiting on. Push. Yo, that was the song, man. It's perfect. For this reason, I have to go with the perfect 5 on 5, man. Push. Lutey, you can't contest with me, man. You can't contest with me. Courtesy of Genius.com for the lyrics. Drum rolls, please. It's time for our top five. So here's my top five Pusha T songs. I got it in any particular order. My God, it's from the Fear of God mixtape and Fear of God 2, Let Us Pray EP. That was released in 2011. Then you got Exodus 2301. It was a non-album single released in 2012. Then you got Untouchable. That was from the album King Push, Darkest Before Dawn, the Prelude in 2015. Then you got Drug Dealers Anonymous featuring Jay-Z. That was a non-album single released in 2016. You gotta go check it out if you don't know that track. It's amazing. 
And then you got Infrared, the one that I'm reviewing from the Daytona album in 2018. That was my top five Pusha T songs. Go check them out. It's This guy is limited. Oh, since the clips, I've been a fan of this guy. Production and beat. First part about what makes this good or bad. Initial production from the album featured a variety of high-profile producers. However, the original material was crappy in favor of Kanye West producing the entire album. The album contained 10 unique samples across its 7 tracks, making it the most simple dance project to come out of the Wyoming sessions. It's like an album full of Bound 2's experimental sound from the 2019 Yeezus album, without the emotions and sentimentality of Kanye West. On the infrared track, it's a pure bliss of deep, loud, simple bass line as the core of the beat. You can feel the weight of every word it spits, a perfect blend. Notes about the producer, Kanye West, who doesn't know Kanye West? Kanye West began producing music as a child while programming video games, an early passion project of his. As he aged, Kanye began pursuing music as a career and a primary creative outlet, but success didn't come quick or easy. Kanye's unique use of samples in production wasn't respected for years, they even dubbed him as a cut-price just blaze throughout the industry. My, how things have changed. In 2001, Kanye had his breakthrough on the Jay-Z's classic album, The Blueprint. Ye's work with Jay-Z was widely successful. Kanye produced songs became Jay-Z's highest charting single twice in the space of 14 months with Ezo, H-O-V-A, Hova, in August 2001, and that peak at number 8, and you got the O3 Bonnie and Clyde in October 2002 that peaked at number 4. A huge feat for a collaboration with an artist who was already at the very pinnacle of hip-hop music. Soon, there was a lineup of artists clamoring to work with Kanye. This will leave for other, this will leave for other reviews because we have plenty of other Kanye-produced tracks that will surely make the list. The beat contains only two samples. Multiple elements from I Want to Make Up by the 24 Karat Black, in 2009, that was released, it was a compilation, and it's used in the bass and intro for the production. A source of great beats from everyone, from Eric B and Rakim to Nas to Jay-Z and many others. And then you got the vocal lyrics of the prelude by Jay-Z in 2006. And for all these reasons, for production and beat, I had to go with a perfect five for the beat. It's a tiny beat, yeah, it's perfect. And when the Wyoming session was when he came back strong, I think. And then you got now the Danda. I haven't really listening or carefully got into it. I'll leave that comment for later on. Courtesy of WhoSample.com for the information and credits. A fun fact, the 24 Karat Black was an American soul folk disco band we recorded in the early 70s. Although they only released one album at the time, the late 1973 concept album, called Ghetto Misfortunes Well. A second album compiled of unreleased recordings was released in 2009, titled Gone, The Promises of Yesterday. Their music has been sampled numerous times. It's crazy how it took like over 35 years to release the rest of their recordings. Before we get back to the next section, we at 40 Years of Hip Hop use Buzzsprout to broadcast our podcast and get our show listed on every podcast platform available. So far, our podcast is listed on over 20 platforms and reached 15,000 downloads in less than a year. 
As a Buzzsprout member, you will get a great-looking podcasting platform and audio player that you can drop into your website, even WordPress. You will also benefit with detailed analytics and tools to promote your episode, like audio-video snippets of your podcast called Soundbites. My favorite benefit is that I get to generate a second revenue by talking about something that I'm passionate about. Think about it. Are you a fan of something? Try podcasting about it. It's as easy as one, two, three, and can generate you a secondary revenue. Get started for free, no credit card required, cancel anytime, no contracts. Use the link in our episode notes to let Bossport know that we referred you. And if you sign up after your trial to a paid plan, you receive a $20 Amazon gift card and help support our show. Bossport is the way to go. Relevance and longevity. Did it stand the test of time? If so, how? Well, for a recent song, it did pretty well. But surely in time it will be more relevant as a classic beef song. The song didn't chart, but the album did at number 3 on US Billboard 200 and number 2 on the US Billboard Top R&B Hip Hop Albums. The album was also nominated for Best Rap Album at the very shady 61st Grammy Awards and lost to Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. I wonder how did this happen. Not to take anything off from Cardi B, but push man lyrically the, the album the whole project was dope man because how could an album with so many accolades lose a grammy for best album i'll let you reflect on that it was also listed and ranked between one to five as best albums in 2018 it was also listed and ranked between one to five as best albums in 2018 by over 26 publications and it didn't win a grammy wow in 2019 NME named it the 82nd best albums of the 2010s decade. Rolling Stone listed 74th in its top 100 albums of the decade list. Pitchfork listed it 188 on their top 200 albums of the decade. Paste named it the 18th best hip-hop album of 2010s. And it didn't win the Grammy, you know? That's why I call it the Shady Grammy Awards. And for all this reason, for relevance, I had to go with a 3 out of 5. A fun fact. The original artwork for Daytona was replaced a few days before the album's release with the official artwork showing a picture of now deceased senior Whitney Houston's drug paraphernalia later bathroom. The licensing for the artwork cost 85 grand, paid by Kanye West. Wow. How can you not be that original for an album cover? Impact. How did this song impact hip-hop culture? Hmm. The song's impact was very strong since it confirmed that he's a big major player in the game and he's here to stay. King Push is here to stay. The song garnered so much attention that the lyrics had to be deciphered and explained over the internet on YouTube videos by fans and blogs such as Genius.com and also Pusha T did a Vanity Fair video because he had to explain and respond to the interpretation of his lyrics on Genius.com that wasn't accurate. And Vanity Fair, go check it out. It's uh, where he explains his commentary of his lyrics for the song Infrared and the other songs on the Daytona project. The Daytona album saw one of rap's most underrated star rising to the occasion and finally getting the critical and commercial recognition he's long deserved. On this song, for me, this album is Pusher's best work as a solo artist. For all this reason, for Impact, I had to go with a 4 out of 5. A fun fact. 
This song and the album The Turner was part of the Wyoming sessions along with albums by Tiana Taylor, Nas, Kid Cudi, and Kanye Collabo, and a Kanye West solo album. So to sum it up, let's see for originality, I had to go with uh, 4 out of 5. For delivery, lyrics, and flow, a perfect score of 5 out of 5. Production and beat, another perfect score of 5 out of 5. I know Mr. Run must be freaking out with my 5s. For relevance and longevity, I came out with a 3 out of 5. And for impact, a 4 out of 5. And it comes to a total of 21 out of 25 for a 84% for Pusha T's Infrared song. Thank you, fellow hip-hop purists, for tuning in into our podcast at 40 years of hiphopbossproudcom and clicking on the Support Us hard icon to buy us a coffee so that we can continue our weekly podcast journey until we reach a thousand episodes. Don't forget, now the episode also available on our Mixcloud Forever Hip Hop. We're also available on all major podcast platforms like YouTube and Daily Motion. Follow us on social media at 40 Years of Hip Hop on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. We've also made Feedspot's Top 45 Hip Hop Podcast list as number 16 now. Go check the list. All links in our episode notes. I'll be back next week with Whoa by the late Black Rob. Rest in peace, Mr. Rob. This is the G-Men signing out on 95,000.